Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast, No Filter Podcast. You know, back again. Um, like we were supposed to upload yesterday, which was Sunday, but you know, life gets in our way, so you know we're here again. Um, we decided to do a part two to mental health because we didn't really cover a lot, or at least things that we needed to cover. But you know, we're there with Leslian. I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. So, again, credible source. Uh, Khalifa. Hi, everybody. So, yeah, as we remember, the quote says, "Mental health is a, isn't a battle to be won; it is a journey to continue walking." So, we decided that it can't yeah. be covered in just one. We'll have to continue mm-hmm. the journey, and so we're here again. So we have some more questions. We'll ask around for some questions too, to you know answer the questions of some people around. So one question was, how do we deal? You know, in Jamaica, parents yeah. don't mm-hmm. believe in mental health. They don't believe in mental illnesses. You have a roof over your head. You're supposed to be good. How do you deal with your parents like that when you struggle with whatever mental illness or just you know just a mental health lapse? How do you deal with your parents not believing in this? How do you deal with your parents not believing in mental health? When you're struggling mm-hmm. with it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's, a, that's a tough question. That's an interesting. Yeah, that's really, it really <laughs> is. Because, I mean, the reality is you live with your parents. So mm-hmm. it's not like you can avoid them. You know what I mean? Um, that's a really tough one. I, have, I genuinely feel stumped. So I'm happy yeah, because let's say I love. First of all, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I think maybe maybe uh try investing less time in extended conversations with your parents if you're a person who does that. I mean, if I don't know, I don't know a whole lot of people who have extended conversations with their parents in the first place. But if you if me. You, that's cool. That's actually very cool. It's not an, a huge norm, but it's cool. Um, if you spend all the time in conversation with your parents and they say things that basically are they're deterring you from the idea that you need to take care of your mental health, um, I would just say spend, try to spend less time in conversation with them. Because the reality is, the more you, whatever you fill your mind with, it basically kind of, well, yeah, it basically kind of um, shapes how you're going to process life. Yeah. So, I think that's probably like the best thing I can say to you. Um, if if it's not a time when you're struggling though, it would be cool if you can try to have a conversation with them and try to educate them on the whole mental health concept. <laughs> um, but if you're struggling, then my best advice is to just try to spend less time and that doesn't even just go for your parents like anybody who's usually in your space if they don't believe in enhancing your mental health spend less time in conversation with them yeah, yeah facts facts like i'm like i grew up in a household where my mom my mom she's not like big on mental health but she understands right um, okay cool so she she understands that we go through struggles as teenagers, as youth, and she she tries her best to relate because she does relate. And I can say, yo, my blessed of that, right? But on the other mm-hmm. hand, grandparents, right? Um, and 
I've seen the way they don't really um understand um how how mental health works and the fact mm-hmm. that they dwell on this concept of respect and if you if you if you say certain things that's not respect and even if you're just trying to express your opinion or express and say I don't think I'm wrong, you know, but I just feel as if because you're going against authority that um mm-hmm. that you are genuinely disrespectful. And honestly the way I've dealt with that and I'm telling you my my relative he's a very arrogant man. I mean yo the man with yo at one time the devil allows to get under my skin, I tell you. And eventually, eventually, I don't know if you know, I've changed in the way I respond to him. Um, okay. when I realize if I'm sorry, if I start shouting, because I tell you, I don't know if Paul, if I hear my studies, but shouting at people and being angry at people give you wrinkles, isn't me? And mm. when I start to raise my voice, I say, I check myself and I bring down my tone, and I realize I'm talking softer, it brings me at some peace. Like when I'm replying to people in a soft tone. While they're like yeah. off, it gives me some peace. Like I have control, even though they're going off. And I try my best to listen to certain music, listen to certain things. And music plays a very important role in how I cope. And I'm saying, mm. as Leslie Ann said, surround yourself with positive and motivating energy. And it won't affect your chi like that, guys. So if you're not happy, surround yourself with positivity. Then positivity will dwell, will dwell with you. Mm-hmm. If you surround yourself with negativity, negative people, negative this, negative things on social media, then obviously it's going to it's going to sink its way into your whole mind and how yeah. you affects a lot of things. Yeah, because like I right? thought, I have a really understanding parents. No, but at the same time, my father just don't believe I say parents, my parents don't understand. <laughs> 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 I love them. <laughs> them love you too, so it's alright. <laughs> so like but for the most part my father never believed in a stress. He believed in a stress for, no, mm. he don't believe in a stress for anybody. Even not even him. And I realized how it did it didn't match him up. Because mm. they don't believe in stress and they don't believe in coping in it. <laughs> coping from it. Whatever. But if, even more so, if never believes that uh, fitness stress, mm-hmm. especially fitness like me, because him say, yo, him grew up in a ghetto, him grew up <laughs> in a struggle, even though he grew up in any ghetto. Him grew up in a ghetto and I grew up with a blessed, privileged right. life. What is there for me to be stressed about? And then after a while, you know, when you have access to information, you have to yeah. ensure that the people around you are informed too. So, you know, it had to be educating him or whatever, whatever. And the other day, I realized mm. that my man said, yo, I'm stressed out. And I was like, yeah, admit it. And the first step is always admitting it. So a lot of times, when you educate, educate your parents and try to yep. make it better, it will make their lives better too. Because they will realize certain things. Yep, yep. And then with what Cassania said about um the, the soft voice, I'm I'm saying uh, I am a very I'm angry so person. Like a very angry person. I'm mineral for shout. But the other day, most recently I've been trying, you know, not answering. I wanna answer, try to answer softly. And that it really does. does something to your yeah. psyche. It it really helps it helps not just you but the other person. Cause 
it will just pile up close for the people them head and them head probably mm-hmm. at up. But guess what? You go all right. So always try to answer with a soft voice. Um. Oh, another question was. So, how to detect the difference between between sadness and depression? Point for you to get worried when you realize that you're going overboard. <laughs> when you realize you're going overboard, wow. Um, so the thing is, right? Depression is sadness is normal. Sadness happens to everybody. Um, everybody gets sad at some point. But depression is a time thing. If you have been sad in a state of sadness for a period of, I think depression is three months. Ah, uh, fact check that. <laughs> fact check that. Um, yes, three or six months. But there's like this book that tells you, you know, that I actually studied in school. Look at me now. But um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a, a time period on it. So if for a couple months you've literally just been in a state of sadness you don't feel like waking up in the days um you don't want to interact with anybody you're probably not eating right or you're doing activities but you don't feel motivated to do anything um, and that's been happening for a period of i want to say three months as i said fact check uh but yeah if that's been happening for a couple months try to find out what's happening with you because that could be um signs of depression Sadness, that's a one day, two day, then you're good type of thing. So, yeah. And sometimes it's, you know, like how sometimes you can detect why you're sad and what mm-hmm. causes to be sad. Sometimes, I'm only speaking from personal experience, depression, it, it, you don't see, you know, like how, yes, it's something and you just get sad. With depression, it just develops over time, as Leslie said, and you can't, sometimes you can't detect why it even falls into that space. It's just overall accumulation of everything. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. like, I stopped, one time I stopped doing drawing, I stopped painting, I stopped, um, I stopped dancing, I stopped doing all these things. And literally, I'm in the bed, wake up, I don't move. And at one point, don't judge me. I never, I never bed. I never mm-hmm. come to my bed. Like, <laughs> but if I eat, it's at it's at the side of my the dish is at the side of my table. It did not move until I felt like getting up, and I will be there in the bed, like days on end, and not accomplishing anything. When you realize that you mm-hmm. have zest for life, has have lost the zest to do things that you used to love doing, then you need to mm-hmm. check on. Yeah. And I, I mean, I also want to like put right here too, like if you as a friend, if you're observing that, I mean, a one week or two week, fine. But if you've ob- observed your friend for the past two months and they just seem really sad all the time, they seem negative about everything. You don't see them for a few days because they never make it to class because why? Oh, my they're just tired. Uh, things like that kind of check up with your friend just to kind of see how what, what their headspace is like because that could also be like indications of depression as well yeah and another thing about that is um, the importance of mental health 
is you know a lot of times we talk about ourselves and we say how you know you need to be mentally mm-hmm. healthy because you need to be healthy overall but then you look at it and you realize that you need to be mentally healthy mm-hmm. for the people around you too because okay personally this as i did say um from the last time for this quarantine period mm-hmm. i've been at a two mental health two my mash up my stress out my can but and then last week I don't know. I had some epiphany. I'm also no so happy. It's a nice piece of getting a like you know say, right. you got through enough, yeah. and you just come out nice. It. So you got through mm-hmm. enough, you know. You got through things, and you just come out and tap. You come out a star, and when that happened, I had my entire self care night and everything, and then my it's like my eyes were open. It's like all this time, I have friends around me who are struggling. Mm. And the thing is, while I was while I was in my struggles, while I was in my self worry, self doubt, self whatever, I I had lost contact because I genuinely couldn't I couldn't bear having mm. my friends' problems with my problems because my problems were already weighing me down. After the time them I didn't know what my mm-hmm. problems were, but they were weighing me down, and so I just couldn't deal with having somebody else's mm. burdens on mine. And then when the epiphany happened, and when I started taking care of myself, like I need to be there yeah. for my peoples, cause my peoples yeah. sad. And whenever you're mentally healthy, it will allow That's you to be bad. better for everybody else this around you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, like writing on what yeah, I'm gonna tell us at some points in my life. Yeah, my young, yeah, I'm at 19, but that that doesn't give an excuse that I can't have or experience depression. But like I remember at one point there was a lot of self hate, and, mm-hmm. and self hate lingers a lot among a lot of people. Like we don't even realize how internalized self hatred, um, mm-hmm. and it caused me to go down this you know not so cute path of depression and and it started off with me accepting and realizing that I have an issue right I I was tired of saying it be like that sometime before even it be like that was a, it was a phrase I mm. I realized that yo sometimes I have to come to yourself and say yo you know be true with yourself sometimes because if everybody can lie the worst thing worst thing you can do to yourself is lie to yourself and not forgive yourself yeah, when I came to realize this, and I said, yo, Kassani, you can't have an issue. I started saying, I started realizing my issue and pinpointing where I was falling down. And my friends even pinpointed that to me. I was in third form. I cannot forget that day when they pinpointed how negative I was, how um, I would say certain things. And, and I didn't even realize how internalized everything was. And mm. they, they carried me one side and I remember them because I'm like a group of friends, you know, and still have them to this day. Um, right. And they said that to me and I'm like, Cassandra, you have an issue. I was very, I was a very defensive person. I was so aggressive. I'm still aggressive, but not as much. a character trait. But I realized I was so mad and angry at the world and angry at everybody. Um, that it just, it just caught me up. And I started, I started realizing my friend. If my friends see, it, then who else see? It? Is it mm-hmm. me? So now I'm realizing my my other issue, I have to deal with it. So I started changing 
um, the things I listen to, the pictures on my Instagram feed, um, start watching videos, take care of my hair. Um, at the time that I was just transitioning from um, process to naturalness of head ball. So I was trying to mm. understand myself as a young black girl. And, and honestly, that was the start of something great because today, 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 I walk on the ground and everybody knows I'm confident. Nobody can mm. tell me that I'm going to look good because you're a liar. Period. You don't look good, girl. Them is a liar. Because nobody can tell me that. It even said that wouldn't even touch my skin, bro, because. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so? Manifesting, manifesting, but saying words to yourself say, you look good. You girl, you. Absolutely. You yeah. nice. Having those things on your mirror, having things on your wall reminding you, having people around you to remind you. Because social media, social media will push things in your face. So sometimes you have to be strong enough to ignore, be strong enough to mm-hmm. know what's right and what is wrong. So as I'm saying, guys, surround yourself with positivity. Surround yourself with people that genuinely care for you and not care for what you can give them. Surround yourself. Yeah. Most importantly, ensure that you are good before you ensure that anybody else is good. Because yeah. you, can't, you can't help somebody if you're in a pit. You can't have mm-hmm. a pit, so ensure that you are good before you check on anybody else. And then, like, leading on that also, because what Cassandra just described with herself, I, I went through that for probably all of my life. And, like, I would tell people all the time, I'm one years old, and I, I became me in 2019. And what I mean by that is, 2019, I had to rebuild. It's the 2018, I'm going care how 2020 let me down. 2018 will forever be the rest of my life. And yeah, 2020 filled with all these physical trials, but 2018 was some emotional turmoil. And I had to sit down and I had to realize that all the things, that, not all, but a lot of these things that were happening in my life that were causing me to have such a damaged headspace, called me to be so aggressive, so defensive, mm-hmm. was my fault. And me, I feel myself with foolishness. And me, just a be one crisis sometimes. I have to realize that Ooh. sometimes we are the problem. And what happened after 2018 is that I had to rebuild myself. You know, when I talk about police and when I said them, we've abolished it mm-hmm. and bring it, build it from the ground up. That's what I had to do. It could have been a simple reform. I had to be built from the ground up. So now, when you talk to me about 2017, me, um, I don't know who that girl is. Um, I'm yeah, sorry, sorry, I don't know that girl. <laughs> I don't know who that girl is. <laughs> she had to be rebuilt. And then, and so I have to repeat, sometimes, guys, yeah. we are the problem. And when you realize that you are the problem, uh, introspection, like for mm-hmm. me, introspection is the most important thing. I know why I do everything I do. I can look into history and say why, why, what, mm-hmm. how this has affected me uh, now, but no, yeah, why yeah. I'm doing everything I do. And because of that, I was able to build myself, rebrand myself. And yes, I still work with some of the mm-hmm. traumas that I caused on myself from rebuilding, but I know some will soon reach, mm-hmm. and that's because of introspection. So I would always recommend to everyone, that's introspect, cool. guys. Yo, that's solid enough. Like, um, I actually, that was this week, I... Last week, I saw a quote. 
I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was basically saying we always talk about when it, comes, when it comes to mental health and removing toxic. We always talk about removing toxic people and oh, yeah. all these negative things from around us. But there are things within us too that aren't a hundred percent. You know, we mm-hmm. have negative thoughts. We have toxic toxic traits. We have things within us that we need to work on as well. And so, like that whole point, I just love that point so much because. Sometimes it's not even about, about what's around us. It's about so, what's in us and ourselves. And we have to start there so before we can start thinking about everything else. Because the reality is, you know, ooh, the reality is, if, if I have two negative people around me, for example, right? But in me, mm-hmm. I have a hundred negative thoughts. When I get rid of those two negative people, my head is still doing the absolute most. Exactly. You said that's negative. So, I have to start work with myself first before I can start looking at what I'm gonna change on the outside. So yeah, that's solid. Like you guys understand that I literally have changed my eyes right now. We are straight yeah, up Negro and Negro. There's only Negro here, but us. <laughs> like sometimes are we toxic bro and we don't want to see because we don't like to blame ourselves for certain things mm-hmm. and honestly and and blaming i don't want to really use the word blaming but acknowledging isn't right that's um, it. acknowledging that you you have an issue like when you're let me just let me use a situation like this if you're in a group of girls and you group of girls and you break up, right? So you come out of a group of friends and you go to a next one and you realize that on a break up and you leave. It's come on, denominator. Huh. Come on, denominator. Right. <laughs> like before I said, I was just going to say it. I'm saying if you realize that in every single one of your relationships, mm-hmm. you're having problems. Every single one, you're having problems. Every time, you know, you and your friends are having problems. You and your significant other are having problems. You and your family are having problems. Because that's what was happening for me. My friendships mm-hmm. were being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And my family was going through hell. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. no one, girl. Exactly. Right. It can't just be everybody else. So I can't just everybody else. So. And then it goes to show that a lot of times, you know, it's like family toxic and friend toxic. And when... We're not only toxicity in our lives, yep. but in other people's lives. So again, we need to be better so that we can be better yeah, for ourselves yeah. and for That's others. Too, if you all smoke out a glass, yeah, tell them no. <laughs> That's no, it. Mm-hmm. it. But yeah, man, y'all niggas spitting, man. Like right here, while you guys find the questions too. Um, it's it's also I think important for I don't know as Jamaicans we're heavily Christian right but there are people in different denominations different uh, religions and stuff right if you have a faith system work with that faith system um I don't want us to like for leave that out of the equation you know uh, I can tell you that for me personally like <laughs> there was this one point which was actually very recently where I was like but it just I was not talk, I was not praying, I was not talking to God, I wasn't reading my Bible, I was just like not about it, right?
but yeah, I I was just not dealing with God at all, right? And my cousin actually hit me up and she was like, your posts have been a bit depressing lately. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, huh? She was also like, yeah, man, everything you've been posting has like been seeming like negative. Are you okay? What's going on with you? And I was like, huh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm really not doing that well. But I didn't realize that I was actually like doing things or saying things that was portraying that. And so when she brought this to my attention, I was just kind of like, wow, that's, that's crazy. And she was saying to me, you know, you should, um, you know, talk to God and read, do some stuff like spiritual stuff with your friends and see how that goes. And I kid you not, my perspective on so many things has changed simply because like mm-hmm. of that alone. And I mean, I've done some other things as well, but that was like a really huge thing. So like, just, you know, even if when you're dealing with things, don't forget to like keep your faith system, whatever that looks like for you as a part of the equation. Yeah. I like what you say, whichever faith system. I like them. Because then everybody are Christian, they can't really throw Christian beliefs out there and <laughs> and use it as um gospel. But yeah, guys, whatever faith system works for you, um, use that and also use a therapist, like get a therapist and reevaluate and you know introspection, like Khalifa said. And I personally experienced that when. Merla say, yeah, girl, I'm not talk to the most high. And I'm something I'm not read. I'm not doing something called me overall. Me don't like read. But not I don't talk. But I only read certain things that, like, like, cause me to think. You know, like, conspiracy and something there. So I don't really have that interest to read the Bible like that because yeah, man, kind of the Bible kind of weird sometimes. I'm not going to care. But when I, when I realized that I had to read it, I had to read things that are that are very spiritual to help me to understand. I'm telling you, I have this thing called, you know, the version Bible app? <clears throat> and it has mm-hmm. this plan where, I'm telling you before, like, he has a, it has a plan for healing, has a plan for faith, it has a plan for dealing with... um. Death has a plan for suicide, or God has a plan for absolutely every issue a human being faces. And I'm telling you, the gospel, the the information that it gives to you, it makes you reflect on yourself and reflect on what God has been doing, is doing, and will continue to do for you. And I don't know what your religion is or whatever your um your spiritual beliefs, or if you don't have any, but if you don't have any work with your therapist, work on introspection, work on yourself, for yourself. But for those who believe or believe in a supreme being and have faith, um, reading the Bible gives you comfort. It, like reading certain scriptures give you comfort. You stop looking at the world or looking at situations like the glass is half empty, but more like half full. And you can see the potential. You can see you can see that there will there can be growth. And I'm say to them say what if a time Jamaican proverb, one are dead, 
not dash away. So you always have a chance at life. Every day you wake up, you have a chance to change, you have a chance to improve on yourself. Not only for everybody around you, but most importantly for yourself. So yeah, one of the And the thing about that is Yeah. And the thing about that is mm-hmm. it all goes back about holistic because the reason we need mental health is because you can't off and off. It can't be that you're physically good, but you're leaving somewhere else depleted. Mm-hmm. You have to ensure that you're taking care of yourself holistically. Mm-hmm. And so we need the physical health, we need the mental, we need the spiritual. No matter which point, wherever your spiritual health comes from, you need to grab onto that. Because spiritual health, just like every other aspect of your life is important it's very important so find your way cling to it grab onto it and don't let go mm-hmm. plus like it's not everything that works for tom or work for ari um mm-hmm. so you guys have to as i said introspection like khalifa said like <laughs> the volumes is it me and i've understood yourself because me and Leslie are not the same person. Me and Khalifa, we're not the same person, Zine. So we can't step into certain situations the same and handle it the same because we'll probably not receive it the same way because, as, it, as I said before, we're not the same persons. So you have to understand what you like, what you understand, everything about you. Zine, get to know you, get to know yourself a little bit more so you know how to handle situations and how how to how to step foot into certain things because as I said and everybody wanna think we'll work for Arina or work for Tom. Yeah. And with that, don't let anybody invalidate your feelings. Yes. You know why you feel how you feel. You feel how you will feel and you get to feel any way you want to feel. Because it's just the emotions work. How I react to something might not be how you react to something, but your your reaction is still valid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't make nobody try to invalidate your feelings. And if you feel, realize that you're in an environment where your feelings are always being invalidated, but no say you can't run away from home because you know most times it's your family do it. <laughs> but try your very best to just step away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell us something we recommend. Definitely. <laughs> Those flowers. So we're at 38, ooh, 38 minutes. Ooh. <laughs> so guess, um, yeah, like, I mean, we probably haven't covered everything everybody needs to hear about mental health, but we have touched a lot of things and we have covered a lot of um, questions that people have, you know, given to us to answer. And with that being said, um, this is part two. We're finished with part two of mental health. We'll probably come to come back to mental health one of these days or next podcast in the future. But yeah, you know, if it's highly requested, we'll do a part two. But we're not push it. We're not. We're not push it. We're not push it. <laughs> so, Leslie and our, our local psychologist, any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. Um. Ensure that you're being positive. That you're ooh, one of my um, I guess mottos or something. I don't know, is that what you call it? That I live by Mantra. Is, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Um if you think positively, it becomes your reality or pretty close anyway. 
Um, and that I apply to every, 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 every aspect of my life. Uh, if I'm going to think positively about whatever it is, most likely that thing is going to turn out positive. I serve myself with positive people. Most likely my, my social life will be positive. If I just, you know, just positive um, attitudes toward things. If Good vibes mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yes, things are going to happen in life. You may end up with some negative issues. But if you basically shape those things positively, they always just work out better. And so, yeah, that's pretty much my my last two cents. Just try to be positive at all times. Yeah. Kasanya? Um, I mean, like, um, you know, uh, <laughs> been a chat, so she don't know what to say. <laughs> Let <laughs> like, twist the cake. Um, but yeah, guys, surround yourself with positivity and emptying there. Let's learn at me one leave with my mantra, which is, well, no, um, life sweet, trust the struggle. And what it means to me is, um, you know, rough times always come, struggles always come, but I can always find something to just make sure I remember that. Life always sweet, and tr- I can always trust that. No matter which struggle, no matter which hardship, which turmoil I'm through, um, I will come out victorious and that there, there's always something better coming. The dark clouds, you're not going to stop in, in the middle of the rain. You're not going to stop in the middle of the storm. There's always a brighter day to come. And as you trust it, life will sort out soon. Guys, just yeah. take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Introspect. Be great. Yeah. yeah, and one a dead, not that's right. Yeah, that is it. 